0: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I want to speak today from Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 12, which is the beginning of Jesus' discourse, which is called "The Sermon on the Mount," Chapter five, chapter six and chapter seven. It is heart of the Christian message. Beautiful three chapters. Mahatma Gandhi, who was fond of these three chapters, he loved it. He could quote it. I guess he had memorized it because he was answering with using the scripture portion. I want to use four baditudes in talking today. I have spoken about eight sermons on the baditude and I don't want you to be here very long. <laughs> Each benedict I spoke for about 35 minutes. It's not going to happen today. <laughs> the benedict starts with the word makarios, meaning blessed or happy. Blessed are those who are meek. Blessed are those who mourn. blessed are the merciful, and all in all, eight beatitudes. When I was preparing this sermon, the first beatitude starts with blessed are those who are poor in spirit. I was reminded of my visit with a gentleman in 1993 in India. I was called to do a survey, called a people group survey. I had to go in villages, and find out in interior villages if there is any church, if there is any Christian, if there is any believer or a Christian worker working in that region. And I was called to go in a very interior part of a place called Madhya Pradesh, or middle part of India. Somebody told that far in that particular village there is a Christian worker, why don't you go? After taking two words bus, I met this Christian worker, and he said, there's nobody here. That is not a single believer. And then he said, oh, I know there's one believer. There's one Christian. He said, let me introduce him to you. We went and met this one gentleman. He was living in a house which was very small. It is not even a house. It would be called a hut because that would be about five by three, five feet by three. I don't know how you stay in a place like that. But he offered me a tea. The flies were everywhere in the house. I was afraid I'm going to get sick. So said, OK, I'll drink by faith. I drank tea by faith and heard his story, beautiful story. One day he was walking by a train, train track and he found a gospel literature somewhere. He took it, read it read about Jesus, and fell in love with Jesus right away. Nobody told him about Jesus. Nobody went and converted him. He just read this literature and was impressed. Came home, Then later on somebody gave him New Testament. He didn't read much about the New Testament. But somehow he fell in love with Jesus, reading that literature. He was making songs and hymns, singing devotions to Jesus. He didn't have hymn books like what we have. He didn't know that there there are other big Christian communities somewhere. He didn't know that. He was very naive, very poor, alone, probably a Dalit, meaning untouchable, meaning you cannot go to church or temple because you're not allowed, there is no place. Only high caste, smart people, educated, can go to church, religious places. Well, I am reminded of that man today. 25 years gone, I know it was 93. That man was a saint. (laughs) He was poor in spirit broken in front of God, contrite in heart. No glamour from outside, no wealth. Well, Jesus is telling him, blessed are you. (laughs) Amazing. I do not think that we have to be poor to have that blessing. No. It is about the attitude of our heart. That's what matters. We have stuff or we don't have stuff. It's irrelevant. Are you poor in spirit? Are you broken and contrite? David in Psalm 51, after committing adultery with Bathsheba, writes that hymn And he says, God, contrite and broken spirit, you will not despise. He goes to God with broken and contrite heart. Brokenness of spirit. A huge man, a king, a very powerful man. But brokenness. Jesus says, blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Beautiful blessing. Blessed are those whom on, for they shall be comforted. I work for a hospice. I see brokenness, I see mourning, I see pain, I see suffering. I was holding somebody's hand t- two weeks back I was there, somebody passed. This happens. It's time of mourning, time of pain, time of suffering, time of grief. The Word of God is telling, Blessed are those who mourn for this, I'll be comforted. 20 October, I was in Santa Rosa. I was called. If somebody wanted to volunteer to provide emotional and spiritual support, to the community in Coffee Park. I said, okay, I want to go. I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what and how. And here was my opportunity to provide emotional and spiritual support to the people who had lost homes in Coffee Park. They were allowed to come inside at eight o'clock in the morning, tight security. It looked like a war zone. Looked like a completely different place. You just." I I even don't want to tell much more detailed stories, but I'll tell a few stories. I talked with 16 people, 16 individuals. They were coming there just to see how their house looks. And it was funny sometimes for me, and it's strange, because I was in the place where they were parking their cars and somebody is just going through the rubbles there in ashes, and I said, May I come in? It sounded so weird, but I just felt it was the right thing to do. I didn't want to invade somebody's privacy. It is still their home. This is where they grew up. This is where they lived. And I talked with 16 individuals, some teenagers, who said, this is the place we were born and raised. This is where we had stuffed toys that was given to us by grandparents. They were gone. They were grieving that loss. Some people were looking for the wedding rings. That was given given to them by husband, wife, father, mother, like grandparents that was passed down. Diamond rings, people couldn't find. One gentleman told me, he said, I had this very beautiful furniture from Holland that was given to my grandfather as a waiting gift, and he brought it here, and that was broken, and that was not working, that that needed repair, and I repaired it three weeks back. It looked good, I spent some time, and that was burned down. So many stories, and some of them I dare not to tell because I see kids here, painful, difficult. Blessed are those who on, for this I'll be comforted. You know what is the comfort? Salvation Army people were there, cops were there, a gentleman who went door to door at three o'clock in the morning and made sure that nobody was left home. PG&E trucks were there. They were trying to do whatever they can. Cops were there. Red Cross was there. We were there. Google trucks were there. (laughs) Giving food. How about that? By the way, they had good Indian food. providing comfort to the people who had lost. Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the peacemakers, people who are intervening between two parties when there's violence, when there's hatred, when there's community conflict and somebody is intervening to make peace Somebody's stopping the violence. Somebody's stopping the evil of society. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they'll be called children of God. I'm reminded of a story of Telemachus. Telemachus, a monk, lived a little bit far from Rome, just lived a secluded life by himself, prayed, just did some farming. And God told him, he heard a voice, why didn't you go to Rome? He followed God's voice and went to Rome. While he was going to Rome, entering the city, he heard a commotion. So many people, like there was some kind of amusement. And after more inquiry, he found out that people gathered in this Colosseum. And there are two men fighting, called gladiator fights. It was sports. People were there, getting together for amusement. And one of them is going to die. And people are going to be amused. Telemakers could not see this. This guy is from a countryside. He has never seen this. He jumps into arena and says, in the name of Christ, stop this. The prefect who are watching this, they said he's spoiling out of fun orders one of the gladiators kill him. Telemachus was killed, but before he died, he kept saying, in the name of Christ, stop this. Emperor Honorus, he heard the story of Telemachus, moved by the story. Banned the gladiator fights. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Persecution is real. Persecution of believer is real. Persecution of Christian is real. I am a minority in India. I was the only Christian in school. That means you're bullied. <laughs> there are many layers how you can be bullied. I even did not know what was happening back then. Only when I'm understanding that now, it's like, oh, that, this was, that, that's what was happening. I stood in places where the church stood, and the church was burnt down. A minister told me a group came from outside, burned down the church, sometimes burned down houses. These are not isolated incidents, by the way. In some place, this is norm. And I was talking to this minister, and I said, how is the recovery going? He said, we are doing pretty good. I said, people are more religious, people are more faithful to God, people are coming to church, people are praying more, People are spending more time in God's word. People are trying to become more introspective on, about what they believe. And they are de- developing stronger bond with God. And people are giving more money. And we plan to build a bigger church. <laughs> because I think we are going to have more people now. Persecution is real. Me and my wife, we have common friend in many parts of the world. Indonesian lady, who is our friend, I remember, see captains captains sending emails, Christians are persecuted, houses are burned, women are raped, Christian women are raped. My another friend from Egypt, Reverend Bertros, a Coptic minister, told me stories of Egypt. My friend, Iranian friend, I have a lot. Everywhere, friends, everywhere. My Iranian friend was banned to entering into Iran. He was in Korea, he trained me how to, he was, a, he was working in library. He could not go back to Iran, he was banned. Why? Because he was helping the Iranians in South Korea. My Turkish friend experienced his German friend's killed in Istanbul, became an international issue this man comes on CNN often. He was my roommate. I can go on and on and on. Persecution of Christian is real. It's painful to hear, and when you hear the stories, it's sad. And some of these people you know, some of the people you've been with, at lunch or dinner with, they are not safe. Blessed are the persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Jesus, tell these beatitudes to the people so they will be comforted by these beatitudes, And they will encourage, they will be encouraged to be more godly and persevere. Amen.